People like the loose things. No, but no, 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 no. Y'all yeah. like that stuff. Y'all laugh at it. <laughs> Bro, I'm in Latte Larry's. I'm not trying to go back to engineering school. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. Welcome, welcome, one. Welcome, all. Welcome, tall. Welcome, small. We are here at Call Out Culture. I'm Curly Castro. I'm waving my hands. I got rap hands, but since this is audible, you will not know it. I'm here with my man, Alaska, co hosting. And we also have a third tertiary host, sub host. Um, you know, like assistant host, sub assistant host at Zilla Rocker. Player coach. No, no, no. I'm like Paul the player Pressy. coach type of host. Get out of here, Pressy. Get out of here, Paul Pressy. Paul Pressy. Um, and Dave Counts. No, Dave um, Counts. It, was, <laughs> it was Bill Russell, but Bill didn't want to play, so he never suited up. Um, According to Bill Simmons, he's the second greatest basketball player. Stop it. Stop it with eight players in the league. Stop it. Eight <laughs> players, not even team. Eight players in the league. Bill Russell's and six foot three. Six nine. Die rebound. <laughs> second best player. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That and not crazy. to mention, we you know how we talking. Bob Cousy was a bad basketball player. My man shot okay? 38%. It's, it's all right. My man it's shot 38%. Okay. He's okay a white, white, white boy shooting 38%. Bob Cousy was a bad basketball player. Yo, he, he let the, race, the white race down. Yeah, he was. What do you see? Cousy left the ball, you know, the dribbling, whatever. Anyway, tonight we are (laughs) blessed and honored to have one of the um, pillars in our rap society, brother. Open my. You see, I'm I'm struggling. I'm trying to find more adjectives. This is the second time we've been on the show. Yo, no, but y'all be playing me about the words I say and stuff. I don't appreciate that. (laughs) So I'm just gonna just gonna lay it out real simple. The unstoppable. There you go. Open Mike Eagle. I, Thank you. Know, unstoppable is cool. If we, if if I'm a pillar, our society is in trouble, man. We we falling <laughs> fast. If I got to hold up a corner of it, we are in bad shape. Hey, right, if buddy, anybody, if you remember going, the Ghanaian pallbearers, they were on their step. <laughs> so you got yo, if you hold That's it down, like you, if you get your steps together, we got that figure. Right, so right. um, we also wanted to congratulate you. We. We are honored. He's a friend of the pod. He's a friend of ours. And he's our first, he's my first friend who's a millionaire. A million, a million streams. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's we gotta agree money. on terms, homie. That's, that's sneaker money now, bro. A million streams. That's a million money. streams. Yo, man, go down to the store, give me two packs of chips. Oh, and fix that soda, yo. This might be my whole, my whole million might be right oh, here. There it is. You know sip slow, sip yeah. slow. Get some chumpies. But, get a bag of chumpies with that, man. Keep so I, I know you. I know you know you. You, you check your stats, and this is a, this is a grand. Unfortunately, album. I do. Yeah, I mean, we know that. We're gonna get into learn, it. Man. This is a this, this is a, this is a monumental guys, piece. Let that go. <laughs> but what does it feel like to go and just see the number? Now we don't know what I the mean, checks look like, but the number. I mean, the thing is, um, like. I try to get myself out of that space of looking at my work as a product like that anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm, re- I'm really good about like not checking all the comments, not checking the Reddit thread, not checking every Rachel music. Cause everybody got something to say over there. We read uh, them. Yo, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm real good it. about that, but I haven't had access to my data for mm. that long. 
Because mm. I've been on other other labels. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like my so whole yeah, career. They, right, right. I've been on, so all that's been behind a wall for me. And, and I haven't really had access to it. So now that I have been putting out my own records for the past two years, um, it is really difficult not to pay attention when, when you know, when you have that back-end access to Spotify for artists and you can see the real-time ticker going by. Um, but for this particular project, since, like, it's a more vulnerable place for me, it feels even grosser to be looking at the numbers. Like, it feels, like, way worse. Because I, I almost just don't want to get in that space around it. I don't want to get in the space of, like, internalizing anything positive that anybody has to say or negative. Because, mm. like, it's just real shit. You know what I'm saying? And and because, it, because it's so, like, deeply real to me, I hate that my brain wants to just put it in that, you know, capitalist make it, package. Make it, make it like a, you know, commodify product. it. Make it like a, product. a lot of product. Commod- commodify myself, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, 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 let's go down that, that, that slope. This is your most personal work to date. Yeah, for um, sure. For I know sure. you personally. Mm-hmm. And I, I listened to a few songs. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because you're, you're very good with abstract. And you and and um you're very good with like first person, second person, third person. So you can you can give yourself certain distances on certain songs you make. And I've always done that. I've always put distance between like my real emotional self. And right. So even even if I'm around the same topics, I didn't personalize it a lot coming in. So you left it to us listeners to try to dig through. Or not, you know. Yeah, yeah, but this record is a little bit more, oh, the casket is open. Yes. Or the great, we can see you lowering it into the grave mm-hmm. right there. Um, the wordplay is phenomenal, but I feel like there's a lot more directness Absolutely. in the work. Yeah. Not much shrouding. Like, you know, we, we we all have that skill, you know, comparing something to whoever, but just to take, you know, just to, to lower the burnt. It's the, less, um, less metaphor. And, and, mm-hmm. and even where there is metaphor, it's not metaphor just for the sake of. It's right. like me actually attempting to address something, whether I actually get to it directly or not. Okay, so let's um let's dive into the metaphor. Let's don't say that. Start. Not on the show. We don't say that. I though. hate that you stopped me. Nah, bro. I'm, we I'm ain't on the other podcast. We don't okay, deep dive. Okay. Can we unpack it then? No, we don't unpack. <laughs> we don't dive. Can we, we examine. Can we unfurl? We, we study. Can we unfurl? We unfurl. I can extrapolate. If that's, that's great. Look at that. All right. <laughs> extrapolate. This ain't NPR, Look, the guests, bitch. The guests are leading us. All right, so let's extrapolate. I want to start with one of my favorites on the album, um, the Black Mirror episode. Ruin mm-hmm. my marriage, Black Mirror. So because not to all right. So look, I, look, I've read a lot of the interviews so far. Of course, mm-hmm. oh, I know what episode it is. I'm a Black Mirror fanatic. I was watching it before it got popular. I was watching it when, when um, the man broker was doing it back with, over the pond. So I don't want to reduce it to that. I, I do want to say this: um, being a fan of Black Mirror was always this. How I took it. It's because it's a show in the future, but it's not the far future, it's the near future. Mm-hmm. And because it's so almost tangible, if you reach a little four or five years ahead, oh, we could be doing that. Right. So it, um, it definitely is a raw show that can um, make you, it, I, I, I like the show because it ponders questions. So <clears throat> where was, was the song, because I, I, I saw in a couple of interviews you said, you wanted to have some type of satire, even yeah. if you had to force it. So, w- was was there a relief doing it this way on that song in particular, or a uh, There is a lot of songs on this album that were like hard work for me mm. to like write down, say a feeling, confront a feeling, and then to go from that step, like to writing it, to recording it, to 
getting it mixed and then putting it out. Like some of these songs were really difficult. Um, that one was easier because to me, there's there's some there's an absurdity about it that is like that makes it for me just entertaining. Even even though even though it is based on like real life events, mm-hmm. the absurdity of it stretches to a point where to me, oh, this is just an entertaining thing. So it's easier for me mentally to kind of push that forward and push it through the pipeline. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily call it a relief, but um, just that one was was a, where most of the not most many of the songs are work. That one still had a little bit of play in it. Okay, all right. I want to ask you, dude. Wait, so, wait, Z. Let me um, uh, let me uh, introduce uh, it. Let me just introduce it. Correct. We 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 we, we dived in, listeners. We're no, we talking don't. about. We're excuse me. We 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 ran into this wall head first. We 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 <laughs> ran into this wall head first, but we are talking about Mike Eagle's latest release. Anime trauma and divorce. Just wanted to put a title. New to album, Animal Hospital, available. Yeah, <laughs> beats. This this could have been Animal Hospital Part Three or Dark Comedy Part Two. It could have been any of. Okay, those, it could have tied in. Yeah, me so and you were talking about. We were talking about this today. We were talking yeah. about this today. It could have been Hella Personal Film Festival Part Six. Part Two. You know what I'm saying? Well, Landed Part Six definitely yeah. jumps. So we can do it. It could have been Back the Fuck Up Part Three. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I think of Mike. So I want to ask you this, bro. So the last time we saw you, we were in New York, and you were there at the, the Alaska show, and you're in a picture with me in Alaska the first time I met Alaska, and you reacted like, this is the first time y'all met? Yeah, that which tripped is, me out. That really tripped me out. Which is like, like, one of my favorite pictures I ever <laughs> really took in my life. Because your reaction is in the middle. Me and Alaska stand there, like, hey, what's up? And you're like, what? So that night, you came through, and it was like, you were like, tapping into the cosmos that i'm seeing like you were in new york with all this most serious freestyle pillar holders there you go of mm-hmm. another era which is ill and influenced all of us and you came through and you were getting busy in a room with like jay treads and poison pen and jedi jedi and wise guy god right y- yeshua Yo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like uh, you know, John Robinson. Yeah. John. All them cats. Right. And then you're outside freestyling. I had that video, which I love. You freestyling with these cats, and to me, it was like watching you be like one with space, where you were just like out there. And so I was wondering, at that night, where was this record, timeline wise? Damn. Because so the what? record Do you is like when that was that was like December. Was like, because the way that was December 2019. Way, yeah, yeah, I wasn't there, and the way that they explained it to me, Mike, I got the sense that you were like you needed a rap release, like you might not have been rapping as no, much. But I always need that. That's the thing, because I I was trained in that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I, mm. I and I was trained in a Chicago Crucible of that, and then I went to L.A. and Project Blow is just rappers at your head constantly, yeah. at your head, like. You, if you say you rhyme, like you gonna rhyme all night, you like you, right, gonna you know what I'm saying. You gonna learn, like, not just talk. It's it's real uh, dojo business. You know what I'm saying. So like, I kind of always have that in me, and I just never really have places to really let that out. So um, let me ask you this: This is, this is the part well, I want to get. Once you get to a certain point in your Remember. career, it's kind of hard to actually find those spaces, I, right? And I'll tell you this: because right. when I first started touring, the first tour I did was in 20, 2009. I was opening for Bus Driver and Abstract Rude. And so like, we're Project Blow, we're going city to city, so we're bringing all the rappers out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and I can feel that. 
I was so excited every night. They got to pull me into the van because I'm out there ciphering with whoever wants to cipher mm. every night. But that's also back when I maybe didn't want to spring for a hotel every night. So I might be going to crash with them or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I impress somebody enough. <laughs> yeah. Hey, girl, so, come back to us. Yo, you yeah. ill, fam. You need somewhere to crash? Word. You know but it. As, <laughs> as I get further into my career, though, like it becomes way more important to kind of have distance from people mm. after the show because just random chaotic energy after these shows, especially if I'm headlining and I have like that kind of pressure on me, I'm doing like longer sets. Um, I need to go recuperate. Like I need to be in my own space. I need to know I'm going to the hotel. So I had to separate myself from even the vestiges of that energy that are left in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so really outside of when I'm really touring with rhymers, like I'll still tour with, with uh, No Can Do, uh, also known as All City Jimmy now. Yep. And when yep. we're on the road, it's on like we just doing it we do every car ride every backstage we rhyming i just don't get to be around that energy a lot now so like mm. i was getting so amped even going to that event just going to it i just felt my hair raising because like ah, i get to rhyme mm. and, <laughs> well, let me know, ask you this really let, energy it was beautiful let me ask you this mike since you have delved um heavily into the um comedic crowd world like sometimes your crowds are very the comedy crowds yeah, yeah. to come see the other acts do you feel like you're pulling like do you find mcs popping up at these shows or like rap aficionados that like did they know that you're there so they they, they try to find some kindred spirit going yeah and then those people end up being very confused <laughs> not, man. like people see me on a bill and they don't know about this whole other thing they might only know me from the music you know what i'm saying so they if they buy a ticket because I'm there, then a lot of times they can get thrown off by what else is happening. Cause it's, it's, it's not very, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's classic comedy. It seems like it's classic. Yeah. Comedy, it's, not it's like, a whole yeah, bunch I'm, of I'm, I'm just a musical accent right. on yeah. those things. And I'm, and I'm doing a little, you know, a little bits here and there, but I'm not, it's, it's not a, it's not a whole more musical show overall most yes. of the time. So it's kind of confusing for people if they're just coming cause they recognize my name that way. So let me say so this is what I wanted to know. So that night we saw you in December in New York, freezing cold, ciphering. Was the album finished? Were you still writing and recording? It was like I, I wanna say in December it was done. I think in December I was at the place where I'm getting mixes oh. from Jack Knife Lee, who who ended up being the executive overall producer of that. Oh, album. we definitely gotta talk about him. Oh well, well, I want to step into what Alaska always says about your Alaska, th your theory about when you're finishing an album mm -hmm. and where your, where your rhymes are. Hit him with that. Wait, wait, I'm, I don't know this theory. Oh, you, <laughs> you said that seven times. It's the Alaska theory. Come on, bro. What is it? I mean, it's, I it's you always this. say when your album's finished, that's when you're like super rhyme on on, on another plateau. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Marrying. So, I'm yeah, once you're done with that record, like you make your best songs. Like that's my theory. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, but I, honestly, I didn't, I didn't make a song after that for months. Mm -hmm. So you you stop, you just you yeah, stop. But that's that's kind of how I usually do. Like once once my I'm I'm done crafting my project. Like I usually kind of chill out on writing for a while, and I'll like write features. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But like mm -hmm. I won't really be crafting my own thing until I know like what the next statement because is. Because I, I you have you have a um. You have the great career of you put out LPs, but you also put out EPs and, right. and things in between. So sometimes any listener or, or like, so for me, my EPs come about from a song or two 
extra or they got yeah, cut. Yeah. There's still some quality to it, but I got, I, you know, I got to add some more songs to it. So I, I was wondering, like, so like a special episode, what were those yes. uh, extra songs or were like, you just uh, come with new energy? I think two of, see, the thing about dark comedy, dark comedy, which is, which is, uh, you know, uh, was right before a special episode. Mm-hmm. Dark comedy was an entirely different album at one point. Like dark comedy. I think you told me that. I think you it, did it tell was, me that. It was like this whole like almost movie at one point about like about being on tour, having a show, and then kind of what we're talking about. Where afterwards we're going to crash with some people, but then the after party is there, so it's like super whack and, and too much energy. So me and the people I'm on tour with, we decide to just start driving to the other town, and we crash and then so like that's kind of like this where where dark comedy was going before i pivoted it so like Fuck. when it comes to dark comedy specifically there was a whole host of other songs that never went anywhere like that's probably the album i have the most unused demos from mm. um so so but only like i think like stay still awake which is on a special episode that's from that version of the album okay um and I think Ziggy Starfish actually was too. It's my shit. That's a lot of people. Shit. <laughs> like that. But that's that boy. one. That, you know how you write that one and you don't even know like that's the one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, or you might not know where. Where does this go? It's good. Yeah. It's really, really good. But where does this go? All right, it's, um, it's a trip because that's probably, that's my most listened to song, and it's not even on an album proper because I wasn't looking at it that way. You know. Let's uh, let's dive into our first break. <laughs> Yo, uh, man, stop, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna start giving you demerits. <laughs> You can put money in the jar or something, man. You can pay me like ten grand. I said what? What I said? I said no, dive into our first break, not dive into any material. Bro, okay? that, that, that's that's out. We're, we're all right. Podcast we're about to Luganus, and we're about to Luganus into <laughs> our go. first break. All right. You know what I mean, when, when when Common was wild homophobic, you used to say that. Remember that? Oh, I remember that from the business. <laughs> Yo, yeah. There's like yeah. six. There's six Greg Luganus lines in rap. At least six. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it was said, after, yeah. after he cracked his head, then it became more. At first, you were just talking about him as, you know, Luganus is a good word. But then yeah. when he hit his head on the diving oh, yeah. board, then, then he was like, he was barred out. He got as many bars <laughs> as Trump. Look up, all right, listen, look up Luganus bars and nah, look up Trump he bars. Like He's got like three. What? Oh, well, Trump got, well, how many Trump got? Back 20? and then? Oh, he tons. He, he has like... two songs named after him. Anyway. Black Trump. He had the Mac Miller joint. He had Black Trump with Smith Watson. Yeah. No, he had Black Trump with Coco Brothers. I'm sorry, Coco Ray. Brothers and Ray. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, we'll be right back. We call out Coco. Nihilist Millennial, the album from Cargo Colts, Me and Alaska, is available now exclusively on Bandcamp. We've been talking about it on the show. Played mad joints. We did a live from the liner notes. Digital available now at recordcrew.bandcamp.com. Alaska is doing probably the greatest rapping of his entire career on this record. I'm doing all the beats. Castro is the only guest along with myself. We got Cryptic One doing all the mastering. The Almighty Gang, aka King Vision Ultra, did all the packaging and design, which is insane. CDs are just about gone forever, but you can get the Digi t-shirt, fucking necklace, and the hoodie, all available now at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We really appreciate your support for this record. This joint is booming and flying off the shelves, literally. I'm not just saying that to sell a record even harder. All right, Nihilus Manalian from being Alaska. They're all available. Sublow, 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 sublow.
Cool out coast. Yeah, last week Alaska said it very very like in the background, but it was funny as shit. You said Shablam, Shablam, and he was like Shablam Sadiq. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alaska. That's classic. Shablam Sadiq. That's it. Now the flowers gone. Shablam Sadiq. Like the freaky time the podcast. Yo, I watched this. Um, I watched this little video today where somebody had the um grisettes. And it was um he uncontrollably did Griselda ad libs, so he went oh. to a classroom. Put you coming. We got Conway at the beginning of the show. Talk to him. I was rolling because the teacher was like, okay, man, like I know you got a condition, but like <laughs> and he, he tried to stop him and he do, and then he starts doing like butcher bars and stuff. It is it's just the funniest shit. You need the three syllables. Bars. Bars. That's all you need. And, uh, and you're wrong with the three syllables. Uh, 27 on Billboard, Z. Talk yo, to me. Yo, man, we're going to talk. We're, we're going to do this, man. We're going to have the Griselda talk later, man. We're, we're going to have a Griselda talk later. We'll, we'll do that. But um, we Another also, we, no, we're Another also one. teasing a future episode of TDE versus Spillage Village. One is whack and one is great. <laughs> nah, I'll let y'all choose. Anyway, no, we back here with Mike Eagle, Zilla oh. Rocker, mm-hmm. Alaska, yeah. Adams fan, Wrecking Crew. Mike, what's your crew now? You have a crew? I wish. I miss, I miss, I miss being in a crew, man. I keep trying to start a crew, but I ain't around. I'm, I'm too old now. Ain't nobody around. Yeah, you can fuck with us, Mike. Come on through, man. I'm saying, let's all do something. I need, Yo, I need, I need context, man. We could do bingo. We could start with bingos. At the minimum. Yo, you fuck with Red Crew, we'll get you like 300 streams, though. Right off top. I'm with it. Three. Every 300 count. You know what I'm saying? 350. You know, three. Yo. We're saying Black Velvet CDs. That's all. We got black velvet CDs. They sold out the day with us. My dad was was over earlier. My dad's like, these are nice. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, they're sold out. Oh, oh, Pops Pops is keeping up. He's He's like, like, where did you get these? I was like, like, England, baby. He's like, oh. Papa Z, yo. Yeah, he was into it. Anytime Zillis Pops says something is good, then usually he has good instincts. You know, my, All my, right. my pops used to make me cassettes of Bobby Brown back and he used to record them off TV. Nice. He's like, oh, is that song you like? His prerogative, man. <laughs> but wait, what, 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 tell, tell Mike what, what your pops heard like one day you had the door cracked and he's like, this is awful. Uh, I was playing Simeon, <laughs> I was playing Simeon Drugs by LP and Ill Bill. <laughs> my dad walked in, my dad's like, I gotta tell you, that's like the worst song I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta tell, I know Pop is he said he said, I gotta tell you. He's like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to burst your bubble. But yeah. I gotta let from you the know. brain of John Malkovich. Da, da. My dad's like, "What? This is this is bad." He was like, "This is." And then I played uh, "Fire in Which You Burn." He was like, "He's like, you oh, like my uh, plumber's here." One sec. There it is. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what my um, my mom had an adverse reaction to. I was really playing uh, "Sex Packers" loud. Oh, uh, my dad bought me that tape, and the music on it was just. So, I just love "Sex Packers," and uh, I was just like. Dude, that that yo, that yo, Digital Underground is like so slept on, though. The music in Digital by far, yeah. like the musicality of Shock G is like, it's. I told you I toured with Shock G, right? No, no you did not. See, see, did not tell you. Shit. What? Yo, man, this, this what fun. just him or was it? D, was it DU? Or? It was. It was. Um, he was with Murs, and we yes. were touring with Murs. Yes, because he was Def Cover. Wait, they were like performing together, or it was just yeah, like, yeah. Shock you was playing piano. Oh, no, he, he did a risky business. Right. He would do risky business. He did risky business, yes. but he also brought a keyboard up and yep. played like played I saw along with Mers at the election. You know, it was like Aesop, Liff, uh, Mers. I forget it was on that tour in Philly. It was, it was probably SA Smash because I think we didn't play that show. Yes, it was. That SA was the last one they played, and then we picked up after that. Yes. So you were, were you able to get in social time with him? 
Were you able to get any yeah, social I mean, time with him? Well, yeah, the very first night the that we were on the tour, we played New Orleans. Mm. And mm. we just basically hit Bourbon Street with Shock G. Okay. That's the, oh my like, goodness. <laughs> yeah. So so we just basically like tooled around Bourbon Street and it was like eventually we just had to leave him because he kept getting swamped and like we were like but he was getting recognized by people, right? Oh, that's yeah, he was getting like I don't know if you heard it. We're Alaska talk about touring with Shock G. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's the and he brought it up to us. Oh, I never told y'all tour with Shock G. And we're like beautiful. When he so, was he was back at MERS. I, I remember that tour. Yeah. yeah, he was he was playing piano for MERS. But so that was like that was a cool night. Like we shared the tour bus and everything. But the best part was the last night that we were on the tour, we played like Arizona and everybody got like real wild fucked up. And um he came up to me afterwards. He was like, I didn't even know you rapped the whole time. I thought you were the manager. <laughs> <laughs> God. Damn, did you not watch Eddie sets at all? And the funny thing I mean, is, I, don't, I wouldn't have watched the set either. Yeah. But no, but you back the then, you were, the hotel you, were getting, mm-hmm. you were getting busy back then. So, like, if anybody yeah. even, like, peaked. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like, it was rapping. nice. He was like, oh, shit, you're good. I had no idea that you rapped. Nice, nice. And nice. I was like, all right, cool. I thought you were the manager. Thanks. I thought you had the jack. I thought you had the yeah. Def Jam jack. If I was the manager, I was the worst manager ever. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call him Shock G. You can't just be like, yo, Shock. That's weird calling him Shock. You no, I think people call him G. His name. No, you can't call him G. No, you call him Shock. I, I, call, him Shock? I call him Shock? Shock G. I got to show reverence. Yeah. I got to go Shock G. I can't say Shock. I would tell him in person. When I do meet Shock G, I want to tell him, like, look, brother, there was a good part of my life where I really thought I saw you and Humpty in the same video together. I really thought, I really thought they was two different people for a long time. Mike, do you know that I had this myth in my head? I don't even know who told me this, but I made it up and then I, I found a piece of it. So in my mind, uh, Shock G and Humpty were two different people. Humpty was in this oil accident at work that sprayed his nose. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, I, I don't know how I can. So he had like a decent if, if, if you had told me that, I'd have believed it. And, and because his nose was like disfigured or like curved, he always wore that glasses and nose. And mm-hmm. you couldn't tell me that I ain't see two music videos by Digital Underground where both of them were standing next to each well, other. I uh, think we all in the same gang. I feel like they walking next to each other. Yeah. But Damn. it's just a, a body double. They just put the nose Genius. on somebody else. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm a, I think I yeah, was, no, I was just as impressed. I'm, I'm an adolescent teenager. I'm, I don't know anything about that. I, I was like, oh my God, they got this guy and this guy. And this guy plays the music and this guy has his great voice. And, oh, oh, wait, in the movie, nothing but trouble. Jeff. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, wait, well, in the well, movie, Def Jeff was what? No, I was just I was saying, Shock oh. G's also Def Jeff. Like, <laughs> 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 He's also Money B. <laughs> He's also Money B. <laughs> Oh wait! In the movie, in the movie, nothing um, but trouble. Oh no! I dated Money B's cousin for a long time. See, circle so small, man. And she, and she, she, I said, I said, Money, Money B, Money, like, cause I was trying to make sure she knew who I was talking. This is this in two thousand, so I got to make sure to say Money B. He's like, oh yeah. I said, what the hell was I? He's like, oh, he's just too crazy. He was always in some orgies. I said, he was always in some orgies. (laughs) Like seriously, she said he was. It was always like some orgies going around. So I never went out there to go see. I was like. Yo, shout out to Plumber, because we would not have talked about all this shit if your Plumber just didn't walk in. Jeez, this is great stuff. The timing great is stuff. what the timing is. <laughs> right, go back um, to your notes, man. Go back to your post-it joints. Okay, so. <laughs> With the red egg. All right, so we have a, another favorite song of mine. Mm-hmm. We uh, we pretty uh, much, oh, I love all the songs. I, it's very I un, it's, that, it's a very unskippable album. I hate you for that. Don't hate God me. Dang. I don't know. You make me listen to the whole thing. I'm like, I can't just you know, check true. a track. Yeah, I, I had the same I, problem earlier. I was like, I, I went I, outside I, to the store. I started on Sweatpants Spider Man. 
and, and I ain't come upstairs until uh, uh, airplane on Boneyard. I'm yeah, like, I'm sitting out on my porch. It's also super thinking. short, you know. So, but in a good way, in a good yes. way, you could just you could you could slide yeah. through it, and it definitely moves. So, um, sweatpants, Spider Man is a hook. Tattoos, um, haircuts, gold chains, anime. That's anime. some slum village shit, dog. That's some slum village shit. Yeah, that is like uh, I wouldn't have thought about it that way, but now that you yeah. say that, that makes What's a lot of slum sense. village hook, Z. Um, the one, the one from fucking Fantastic. Serious, uh, promiscuous, homo sapiens. Homo sapiens, yeah. Interference. And I, damn, I you know what? I didn't, I didn't think about that, but that's. And then tried that no point. Tried it on their I, last album. Comrade I spent a lot of time on pistachios. that. I, I spent a lot of time trying to take the first letters of that hook, and maybe it spelt something, or I was too young to know. But back to the man. Oh, me too. I did that too. Homo sapiens. Yeah, I was like, that's got to be an acronym, <laughs> but it's not. Two letters. <laughs> nah, it just sounds ill. Like, this is Dilla. All right, so since you have a similar hook, uh, the very original. <laughs> I want to go through these points. Mm-hmm. What, since the um, writing and creation of the album, did you get any new tattoos? Yeah, uh, I got uh, one, two, three. Oh, you I got think. busy, busy. Oh, you yeah, got and I would have got way more, but like okay. it just wasn't working out like that time and money wise. But I would have got yeah. way more. Indeed, I have a Krakoan tattoo that I've been putting. Oh, off you got all a year. Okay, I've, see, I've been plotting off all year. I've okay. been really plotting. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a tattoo of a word in the Krakoan language. It's my name Correct. in Krakoan. That's hard. That's yeah, super so I, dope. It's, it's gonna be a little pricey, and I had one guy, but I just you know money. But I def, that's coming. That's coming soon. I was gonna try to get that blue and ink or black white ink, but the tattoo always said, "Nah, y'all don't, don't do it." Bro, like, all you, you gotta know, get that million, million, you, know, you get that million streams. You get that tattoo that it covers it. Boom, there it is. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get one million streams in Krakoan. That's what I'm gonna get. That it's gonna be ill. Alaska with the quote of the day. Go. I said again. What's Krakoan? I don't even know if we should answer that. I really don't. I feel like that answer is going to be five minutes long and he's still so not just, going to know. Just go no, listen to the X-Men episode. Like, listen to the X-Men episode like, you skip when we have Mike. Well, we all right, cool. That's all I need to know. All right, cool. <laughs> go back to the X-Men joint. It's definitely in the episode. Did you listen to any minutes of that episode? Of course not. No, I fucking hate I hate comic books. Um, <laughs> but no, I, when I was looking it up, I was it was basically talking about people from Krakow, Poland. I was like, why are you getting Polish on your arm? <laughs> Mike's like, yo, pole is hard, man. Yo, Cashman's getting that Polish shit. Polish shit. Like, wow. Shout out to right. grandma, but next, next up, <laughs> haircuts. Uh huh. You did I've been through a, a few of them. I've That's what I'm saying. Like, You've been trimming. You were growing um your hair a few a few years back. Yeah, man. Um, I, me personally, I always have a pretty deep uh. I just just know that I'm not your friend when you first get your hair cut, and I get over myself. Why is, what does that even mean? So, all right, so it's so weird, right? Well, so we grow our hair. So as far as hair growers that listen, and then we, we think we're all like, oh, brothers and sisters in this hair growing oh, thing. Okay, right, and so right, when right. somebody- so when somebody gets off the boat. Oh, uh, like, all right, okay. my girl right now, she's going through, she's, she's growing through it. She's growing her hair, but she had to stop people short because they would come to her with this, uh, oh, it's your spiritual journey. She doesn't want to yeah. do the awkward phase. And she's like, you know, my hair is a style where your hair might be a journey. And she that that made people stop short in terms of like trying to live their hair like dude. Mm-hmm. So yes, we get like that when we see you cut, we're like, oh man. We, we you know we feel like we lost one on the team. Yeah, man. Uh, I feel that. And it, it's pretty emotional. Um gold chains. Uh one sec. I gotta holler at my man real fast. I'll be right back. Right right. You know what you know what other hook I thought about that's like that where you just chant what? like no words? 
What? It's the um, it's the Mob Deep joint on Murder Music. He's like, it be the guns, money, pussy, drugs, clothes, jewels, cash, cars, stress, buildings, boroughs, diseases, stress, the D's, NYC. Like that made me, like, I thought it was like Ben's Beamers in the Ben. Ah, uh, well, that's kind of like, they only do that for that one part. You know what I mean? Through the streets. Okay, yo, when I was, when I went on my, my little tweet about Lost Boys the other day, and I was like, yo, their first album had five singles. All hot. <laughs> Their Christ. second album had three joints that are stupid. I was like, for back in the day when most people would only get one or two albums, these dudes had eight smashed joints over two records. Like that's an accomplishment back then. I mean, I think the royal their royalty situation is probably oh, better than most people just because they have those type of songs and they put like yeah, legal drug money. That record's fire. That like freaky toss rhyming a lot on that record. But um, I love this stuff. Yeah. I still really love this stuff. So like all of a sudden, like two days later, some like Lost Boys account um, favorited all my tweets and people reacting and talking to me about Lost oh, Boys. And Lost Boys account was like, yo, we following all y'all. <laughs> I wonder, like, did, did Mr. Cheeks, Cheeks album. Did Cheeks do anything in the 2000s? Did we see he his did, name? Yeah, that's what I said. We, we saw about him. I said about he did uh, Lights, Camera, Action. He had like Boom, that. all back. Uh, uh, plumbing is taken care of, so look at that. Smooth sailing. Uh, now you can out. brush your teeth. Thumbs up. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I did. It was stupid too. Um, so my sink was clogged, right? So I bought these little like I went on Amazon trying to find like some Drano because I didn't want to go to the store for it. They mm. had these little plastic disposable drain snakes. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I did that and I did it in the sink and I was like, oh snap, this is great. So then like I did it to the tub too. And then it got stuck in the tub. <laughs> can, can, can I give y'all some some quick um, Drano Drano knowledge? Yo, yes, please. Drano, Drano. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. Drano. Don't, don't fuck with Drano. Fuck with a brand called Pequa. Mm. Pequa. It's industrial strength Drano. That, wait, wait. Is it the at, white joint? Is it the white bottle? Yeah, the white joint with yes. the red. Because yeah. the Drano yes. that the yo, that, that, that should have like kill a, an animal like super. Quick. One dose yeah. of Drano was always half the whole bottle. When you're trying yeah. to get rid of it, I drain. mean, this is still too, but Drano actually never works when I use it. No, nah, Drano's up. Yeah, I have, I, I, but, I but this shit just with, like, um, dude, it's like, I do it's a like Drano $6. just as I yeah. do Drano customer, but I go ham with the plunger, y'all. Like, I go yeah. ham. Yeah. I, I, if I, if I, your I sinks run slow, though. get the Pequa and your, or your tub too. Yep. Like, I've, I've gotten the mainline Pequa, like when my basement was flooding. Okay. And just yeah. dumped it down there and it like cleaned it out, like yeah. down the nice. mainline. Okay. And, and it's only like you know you get like the the thirty two ounce jug for like nine bucks. And this now is the the, the Pequa Hour with Open Mike Eagle. Well, that's our new sponsor. Plumber new sponsor. Talk. Yeah. Still. Plumber talk. Plumbing is important, man. My uh, you plum. know I'm plumbing. I have landlord. I'm trying to look for some companies to buy with my million streams. So maybe I'll look into. Fam, snatch oh, them. Oh yeah, up. man, you gotta you gotta the use GE. that money while it's hot. Yeah, get that GE first. Just scoop them real quick. Just... Right. Uh, let me get to this this final part of this hook. Um, anime. Uh-huh. Now, uh, I wanted to talk to you about anime. I'm not going to do a super dive, but okay. what was your introduction to anime? It's become prevalent in your work. You you make references to many a series. So when you, you were younger, okay. yes, your introduction. How do you dive in like Ooh. anime, not just cartoons, but you notice the difference? I would say like when I was in high school and I started watching stuff like Ninja Scroll. Mm, like, brother Jube, like, Kikagare. Like a, a do- doomed megalopolis. Um, 
like the joints, Bobo? like the like the move, like Akira, like the the the, the, the feature. Akira was joints. my Akira. Akira was yeah. my introduction. So like when I, I when I and I was in Chicago, so there was like a local station that did. Um, they would show anime on Saturday nights, mm. um, and so like that was my introduction. Wicked City, like Ooh, that's just, that's just me and Z were talking about um, Aeon Flux. Yeah, from 90s. So, so, look, look. Yes, with television. So yes. television. Brother. That's not. I knew we were going to go here. I knew no. this, Mike. Oh, Mike, real quick, turn yourself up a little bit more too, because I want to hear you with full clarity. Talk about Aeon Flux. Go. That's not even just anime for me. Liquid t- Liquid Television is responsible for parts of like my my humor, like my my aesthetic as a creator. Yes. Like yes. there's lines that pop up from like little random Liquid Television cartoons, like like Bobby and Billy. Um, dang, what else? With the head? Uh, I used to know. I used to know. Of course, I used to know, full, used to know full Ren and Stimpy episodes. Like there was yeah. one that was so peculiar, but I knew the space, whole space thing. madness, dog. That was the weirdest. Winter yes. Steel, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, yo, Liquid Television. Every episode that I could see, if if I if I saw it on, I would try to record it on a VHS, and I tried yes, to have you like, had all of them. them. And I tried Me and to like, keep talking watching about them why over doesn't MTV again. now just have a streaming just, channel on. right now playing '80s MTV? I want to watch play all the real world broadcast. Play all the old shows. I give you four dollars. Viacom is stupid. Viacom is stupid. Fucking, just play. No, they, it, right? they, no, have, they to... have ridiculousness on twenty fucking hours a day. I have okay, I mean, ridiculousness. I is would kill for show. some wonder shows. Wonder shows yeah, is amazing. Cool, I have a oh, wonder shows yeah. DVD. Yo, so like, so like, our right, Aeon Flux, right? Me and Zillow mm-hmm. talking about it earlier, and we were like, um, Aeon Flux is almost like it was close to Red Shoe Diaries. Yo, like there was a. There was a lot of sexual innuendo. David the Comedy. Shouts to David the Comedy. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Red Shoe Diaries and, 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 and Dream On with the. Uh, with the oh, Dream On? Oh, dream that, was, that, was, that was like struggle porn. That was struggle porn for us. That was so In a clutch, though. In a clutch. In a clutch. They'd be banging girl, then they would cut to like a 1920s. Yes, like, first of all, he's like Seinfeld. Like, first of all, he's Seinfeld. He gets all these women that they were going to sleep with him this episode. He yeah. had um that black dude in there with him, yeah, our man dude. from um the Parkers. Yeah, he was right? a man shit. Right. Yeah, he, was yeah, he, was yeah. he was in eventually in the Parkers. Yeah. Um, but like Aeon Flux, it was just always like so strange. The, the animation was not American, and then there was no dialogue. Yeah. So it's forcing forcing me to like deal with the imagery and like, wait, oh. she keeps dying. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and so Ninja Scroll comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm you, you can't tell me not, but like, well, right, so I can start with it. I started with a North Kira. Star, like yep. all of that. That shit is hard. He used to punch you and blow you up, and then he would walk through buildings. And I, and I remember um, when Ninja Scroll dropped. All right, so when I remember Akira, and I, I was so into cartoons. I mean, you know me. I went back to Hanna Barbera, Thundar, mm. and all that shit I used to watch. Thundar the Barbarian with the two swords that came together. Oh my God. uh, With the the green dinosaur. And then they had the, um, (laughs) yo, they had like all four. And then they had the, um, it wasn't the Incredibles, but they had those other little cartoons. And one guy was a stretchy guy. The Fantastic Block. Yes, there it is. Fantastic. One guy was big. So I remember Kira stopped me dead in my tracks. I was like, yo, they spent a lot of time drawing this. This is not even Mm. like Disney. This, you know what I'm saying? Like they spent a lot of time drawing this and um, the telekinesis. I'm all, you know, good telekinesis is always going to bring me in. But I remember not going full bore because where I was, I was in Brooklyn and there was actually um, extra effort needed to right. get Kung Fu movies, to get um, Japanese versions of video games. You had to do this mail order type stuff. And some of my friends were into it. My cousin, 
but I wasn't into it. I was like, I, I ain't doing that much like to get through it. So, um, why do you think anime had such a uh, deep response uh, impact on so, you and to this? So I, I was saying earlier how dark comedy was originally another album, and then I found a different through line. This album was originally about specifically black people in anime. The whole album was going to be about <clears> that. It's going like because to me that's so. That's so relentlessly fascinating how in any hood across this nation, like there's so many black ass YouTube channels right now where all they yep. do is talk about and reenact anime. Yeah. I think it's something really to that on the on the power fantasy level. Like I think that like there's something about marginalized, oppressed people and 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 really getting something out of this journey that you go on with these heroes where they build mm -hmm. up and then they can whoop anybody ass. Like I think I think that's I think that resonates for a reason. So the album was originally going to be just exploring that before it became about me and my shit. Mm. And when you said the characters building up powers, because I'm a big Attack on Titan fan um, with Aaron, his crazy ass. I mm -hmm. actually stopped watching. So, yes, I, I didn't even know that was through lines. Cause I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan, but I know the edges. So I know of uh, um, One Piece and um, yeah. Monkey D and then, you know, um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist and their mm -hmm. journey, and you always see them. Yeah, you get with them. Start even if you can go to uh, when they uh, super commercialize with Pokemon. But when you get into stuff like Full Metal Alchemist, stuff like Death Note, like that's really my zone because that's when you get into trauma anime. Okay, like, that's my zone. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but like I did one joint called Vampire Plus Hunter, and it was like Vampire Hunter D. Or D? no, it was there was there was one where it was a, a school of monsters. Okay, and, I don't know about that one. Yeah, but it was like, but you know what it was, Mike? It was um, I was trying to find the one season joint. So okay. like there was like yeah, that's 20, what I be on. We gotta talk. We gotta episodes. talk outside of here. I can yeah, put you on. Okay, okay, no doubt. The the, 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 right. the uh the, the first track on the album is called Death Parade. Death Parade is a one season animated to me is one of the best one seasons of anything I've ever seen in my life. Like nice. I fly the flag for Death Parade. Okay. All right. I'm gonna give like a Rock Marcy song. When I saw a track, I'm like, that's not like Rock Marcy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's hard, Mike. You know it's funny, like when when I when I read your interview with the ringer and you said the same thing as you're saying with us about black people in anime, like it made me realize like I never heard of anime in my life until my one homie who's Filipino. I would stay with him a lot, and we'd be watching like Golgo Thirteen, of Fist of the Go North Go Star, 13. right? Go -Go. And this is like Man, 90, after... 93, 90, and I didn't know what none of that shit was. Yeah, and I was always cool. like looking at, him, I'm like, why does this look not like all the cartoons and shit out? Right, right. And then once he, then, then he went to military school, and so I didn't watch any fucking anime. And then once I was in, once I was in my first rap group for real, when I was like 19, Thunderbirds. 19, I my my rap my rap partner he had he had he gave me Wicked City VHS he gave me Akira Wicked all that shit and I was like yo this is like weird like why the fuck why do you like this shit I don't get it and I was like not familiar with it but I was working at I was working at Coconuts and we would get you know CDs and DVDs and all the people buying out of maze were black dudes coming through or the Asian dudes coming through or the Puerto Rican dudes but I never drew the connection until you said it in the interview and even talking right now so for me it was like. I like some of it. I never like sought it out because it just always made me feel comfortable for the ones I did see. But it was like I always thought like, oh, like that's my friends that were into it. I never drew the connection of like, oh, that's why. Like you said about a person, a, a set of people feeling like we don't have shit. We're marginalized now. We have all this power, and 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 so a person using it as escapism. Yeah, I think I think that's a lot too. of it. 
But honestly, like, I don't even know the answer, really. To me, it's just like the question itself and how. Like, yeah, why such? And yeah. How powerful. Because I don't know any white dudes that fuck with anime ever. I never knew a white dude that fuck with anime ever. Well, I think it was um in the 90s. I know it was definitely like nerd geek culture. Yeah, like, because sure. because like I said, there was a, when I was growing up, there was an effort required to even get your hands on some of this material. Yeah, but there was um, like nerd geek culture of like Star Wars. Because there was no yeah, Star but Wars it just seemed like that this was the you didn't yeah. want to go like like you were saying the difference in the animation made you be like hmm right. where you could you can it's get like all off-putting. like all right I'll put it like this is the easiest way I know what anime hit me Voltron was out true right with the lines right but. If you went deeper, there was also Voltron with the vehicles. Mm-hmm. And it was like 20 or 30 planes and cars and stuff that made Voltron. I don't even know if you you know this. I've seen that joint. No. Yeah, so I this know is Voltron so, toys and all that. Right, no. So this is the this is where you realize that how much America would acquire these ah. Japanese products and repurpose them and redub them and call them something else when they gotcha. were already existing for a couple of years over there. So Voltron started as like there's like 30 vehicles that make a Voltron. Like planes and little cars it was dope but it was very hard to collect because you needed like 20 or 30 of them and then i felt they felt like when they brought it over here the lion imagery would really work with you know american it kids on me, bro. And, i mean I was, shit i i was the i want to um i want to change gears <laughs> um alaska wanted to talk about um well since we're getting close to halloween and stuff like that alaska wanted to talk about quote unquote halloween horror core groups and we thought Mike would like to weigh in on grave diggers, flatliners. What's the other one? Uh, grave diggers, the only Isham. one I know. Esham, <laughs> Esham. You know Esham, right? I know. I never got into the music or or gangster nip or like no. Like I would see the oh, ads. Gangster nip, blockage. Was it Esham from Chicago? I don't think so. I think it's from Detroit. Detroit. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, all right. Like three six. There was certain imagery. Wait, wait. What I remember though distinctly, y'all help me out. Flatline is one of the members was a cousin of somebody. Was that Russell Simmons? Was like Russell nephew, Simmons' yeah. nephew or something? There like it is. There it is. If then we put them on because Rave Diggers blew up. Or yeah. Like yeah. And they, they're that's, only that's the only rappers yep. that have uh, they all commit suicide after their verses in their first video. I've never seen anything wow. like that before. In my life. Yeah, and, and the Flatline is video. If you look up Live Evil. One guy like jumps so, off a off a wall. One guy hangs himself. I remember right. right they have like a legit discography, which I had no idea. Are you serious? About. I had no idea. I, yeah. I, I so they had. I've never they heard had a flat USA song. Yeah, United like so they, they, Satanic America or whatever that evil. one is. It was live evil. Live evil. Live, live evil. Live evil. Live evil. Yeah, they were basically like they were like hardcore Onyx. That works. You know, so it was like so, the Mob, Mob Deep first album, Juvenile. But they Hell, they've been like dropping EPs steadily since Under 2016. <laughs> yes, with the Under Z. their name, so they had their own Bandcamp. Uh, I'm like cop yeah, devil. Bandcamp. I don't know. They had like I'm their like label is Horror House Entertainment. Mm. Wow. They dropped six chapter one, six six chapter two, six, six, six. revelations flatliner mm. metal sessions, but it's. <laughs> Are evil Asians six 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 chapter three? That's not. They should stop. And six purge atory. No. Yep, they're all there. You they don't even put purge far? in purgatory. They don't even they, add up. They went that far. They went. They went sub imagery. They probably have a whole bunch of slang. Maybe a dictionary. Yo, so wow. they actually they had. A, they had an MC named Grave Digger. No. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, correct me. Right 
spell correctly. I, I completely like. I kind of only remember I liked like the one dude's verse at the end of Live Evil. I was like, oh, it's kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> Back Flatline when I was really is, into like cellar dwellers and shit like that. Flatline has got I to me because of the um. What's the court? What's the court of? What's the court song from Grave Day? Diary of Men, man. Yeah. yeah so the bias of the I cycle. thought. Yeah. So. The energy on that song is what I thought Flatliners had on Live Evil. So that's why I even gave yeah. it a check. Um, but this is also the time where you would come with that video first. So that's why yeah. you knew about these cats because they were a video. I never right. went and bought their material or anything. And I yeah, actually I thought the genre had legs. You know, people were doing it. They were calling Shit. it hardcore. Now, now that I think about it, Bone Thugs kind of went with that a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, with, with the imagery on the CD, yes. yes. So yeah, would, we say, would, we, would we say Cage? Would we say Cage is a hardcore? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, like well, Cage is bring back like the horror core later in life as well, like Sam Hill or whatever that shit was. Well, like, yeah, I mean, but like Necro's whole shit is that. Uncle Howie yeah. on that, right? Yeah, I mean, but wait, in practice, does Necro talk all Necro, that stuff? Necro, you listen to Necro shit? I mean, yeah, I know, he just goes. I mean, I, I it's like, not like, say, it's not, I mean, he has like a heavy metal aspect with the imagery, like him and Ill Bill and all that, they would always have like demonic fucked up shit on the cover. But so what do you know? It's making me think about uh, R.A. Like, because R.A. is big into horror movies, but I wouldn't yes. consider him horrorcore. Like, right? But he like was it's some separation. But True. he'll have blood splash on his face in his video for a scene. Yeah. So like the video, like so, yeah, yeah, maybe like the the imagery of the videos, but the music itself don't seem like it fit with that genre. You know. True. I'm trying to think that anybody really get into lyrically like the satanic stuff. Like three six was splash it, but I think more in their titles and stuff. I mean uh, Ghetto uh, Boys, right? Ghetto Boys. Uh, yeah. Also, what's some dudes from um from Flint? Dayton family. They had oh, some, they had some shit like that. I never really like, like it was it oh, wasn't so overalls. much like anti-religious, yeah, but it was it would get very gory, very over the top. Like yeah, I remember you know what I'm that. saying? That's fucking that Texas Chainsaw E. Yeah. Like, like that type of thing. Like a lot of murder. Who was like, not just one murder, like a lot the of dude that like turned into a cannibal? What the hell was Who, his name? Who was his name? Oh, wait, the yeah. rapper that did it? King Gordon? Yeah, it's like a... Oh, no, the one that went on Bad Souls and did it. He was like, yeah. um. Oh, uh, oh. Lurch. Lurch. Yeah, Lurch, Lurch right. Yeah, was Big one, Lurch. Big Lurch. Wasn't it like a Wu Tang, like sub affiliate? Who, who yeah, he was He was like in Wu Tang West or something. He was some way he was connected to yeah, Wu Tang. There's also like degrees. a Wu Tang dude who like cut off his own penis. He like a suicide, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. yeah, but wait, the guy that cut off his penis, that's one of them, Um, that was one of them Brooklyn Zoo cats. <laughs> was a yeah, I thought was he was one of the West Coast. I thought he was one of the, what's it called? Oh, uh, the North Star? North Star? What's the West Coast dudes called? It wasn't it with, 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 with Holocaust and Dr. Black Knights. That's Black Knights. Black Knights. It was yeah. a Black Knight cat, yeah, so probably. Was, Black Knights. Yeah, they get, like, all right, in Philly, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> Brooklyn Zoo cats for some reason. This thing? like. Yeah, that one dude. They, they used to be at the show. They used to be at the yeah, show. Yeah, that one dude yeah. that says Wu all the time. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he would give you like a CDR, like the Wu logo and his name inside of it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, hey, you know what it's making yes. me think of? It's making me think of the scariest rap song I ever heard in my life because it ain't by a horrorcore dude. What? Dudes. KRS 113? Uh, no. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's the word. That's not, the whole time. That, that song is very cringy. No, it is not, all the way cringy. It, it is. is not. Matter of fact, I know a cringier song than that by Quest the Mad Lab, but. but <laughs> oh, we got to put that in the, that's in the not, notes. That's not what I'm talking about. What's the scary uh, song? Old Man Jacob's Well from the what Boogie Monsters. Oh. That song scared oh. the piss out of me. Yo, shout out like to Big Spencer. Me and him linked on the Boogie Monsters album early. That shit is hard. Yeah, Boogie Monsters is tight. I, I love, I love both of the albums. 
I was that, very that's like afraid psychedelic of, um, shit. I was very afraid of ghetto boys. Mine's playing tricks on me. Did a did a number on me, mm. like Bushwick Bill's verse. But he was kind of like a hardcore dude afterwards. Remember, he would have like source as they'd be all fucked up, bloody. It, it, he just went. He went in on that angle. He was but like yeah, a I love juggalo. He was like a pre juggalo, right? Well, he, well, like when he was in the video punching his fist, that was a lot for me. And they made it all bloody. And then he was on the cover with the eye, you know, when his girl shot him and stuff like that. Uh, speaking yeah, that of which, um, Young Buck just got arrested for domestic uh, uh, violence charges, but stemming after a week after his girl got arrested for shooting at him. Oh shit! So, oh, so they just they they're just yeah. auditioning for TV at this point. Like <laughs> when I heard that the girl shot at him a week ago, and I said, "Wait a minute!" Didn't something? And then he got arrested. So they just you know tit for tat. My turn. So oh, uh, damn, that's that's our current. That's true word. <laughs> rap events, dude. Mike, just, when you when you when you were talking with Paul about six feet deep, I mean, I I I, I did an interview with him for for Jeff, um, for Jeff Weiss for the. Uh, the the soundtrack he and Newkirk did for the Malcolm X joint, and so I, I had him on the phone for like 20, 30 minutes first, and then we talked about the Newkirk record, and so I was like, I, I was realizing afterwards when your show came out, I was like, oh, this is why he was like, give me like very short answers when I was asking mm-hmm. about Handsome Boy and Grave Diggers and all that shit, but when, <laughs> when wh- what was your connection to Six Feet Deep? Because when when I was I was like eleven or twelve when that came out, and when you're playing that shit. You're looking at the cover, and you're listening to like them. Like, where is it? How many bites it take to chew your fucking arm off? You're like, oh shit! Like these guys are doing it. I, I mean, <laughs> for, for for me, like, okay, because Wu came out what ninety two, ninety three, ninety three. Yep. So I didn't really get down with the Wu until after Dirty's album came out. Because you're oh. a dirty guy. Yeah, you're a dirty yeah. guy. Yeah. So like, okay. so it was like 95 when I really got down. And so at that point, I went back and heard everything from, from you know, 36 Chambers forward. And I went back and heard uh, Grave Diggers because I was just into everything, um, you know, Wu related. And then there was the Prince Paul connection, too. So I was super with it. Um, so I, I wasn't really tripping off of it. To me, it just seemed a little too like... Uh, like it was just like people yelling at me too much. A lot of you know what I'm saying. So I I, I didn't connect to it necessarily off of that, but I actually liked the second album a lot. Really? Cause I did. Cause I felt like it's very Wu-Tang Forever-ish. It's very like well, ninety-seven five well, percent or shit. For me, what what it what it sounded like, especially with Grim Reaper, because he was like the lead MC at that time. Because yes. Wizard wasn't so much into it. He mm. was really trying to bar out on that second album, mm. and like the shit because because I was minds. really just starting to really write and and I had been freestyling, so like I was peeping the shit he was doing, and he drew me into the whole album. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nice. So I got I, I really was was with them off of that one even more than the first one. But see, like their 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 advantage was like all these groups were talking about all this other shit. They had the ill logo. That yeah. logo looks good on a sticker, so on a hoodie. Logo. Even even the the way that the letters are written in the Yeah, name, I was like, gonna say the lettering. Can, yeah. yeah. Oh, the gold man. the gold, the gold on the white. Oh, and then the cover, oh, like, no, and, so, and the versus um, fangs on inside. So the y'all, y'all know they physically did that cover. 
they didn't have Photoshop back then. Yeah, I read about that recently. I didn't so even they get, had I didn't, like even bigger, after. Yeah, yep. yeah. They took a bigger picture and put that in the front and, and had, uh, I build. guess, Prince Paul in the back. They that yeah. literally was like, like a picture laid on top of yeah. a picture laid on top of a picture. That really blew my mind because I thought that was like that, a, that blew a, my mind about when you talk when you talk with Paul about it was like Paul was like, oh yeah, that was like going to be some one off shit. You know, I just did it. I had the idea. I got all these cats. It took us a few years. We did it. You know, they we toured. Everything was cool. And I just, I was good with that. And I was like, wow, you just made this fucking amazing record. And you're like, oh, I'm good. And then they were like, yo, whoa, 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 wait a second. Wait, wait, we just did like 304,000 units. We're, we're, we're touring Wu-Tang and Corn. Mm. Riz is exploding. Wait, 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 wait. And Paul's like, I mean, if you guys want to do another record, like, go for it. And and it, and it I'll do it. I found out in that interview that he didn't produce them beats on the second one. No, like, he did like I an even, intro. I had he didn't no shit. idea. Like, I don't know if I just missed that in the liner notes. That or was um, Rizzo. It was a lot of like uh, True Master. A lot of True, true Master. Master did, and like all okay. like the Wu satellite cast did on them beats. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. like the, what's the what's the one joint? Um, what's going on? What's going on? What's going yeah. on? With like Ninth Prince is on that shit. They're all like rhyming all hard. Fucking ninth. The ninth the night the earth cried, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that song. Dangerous Mind. Yeah, danger. That video is ill too. When Riz has got them them fucking gold pointy ass fingers and shit. Oh. Yes. Mike, you gotta bring that back, fam. You gotta do nah, that. No, I'm with it. I am with it. <laughs> if anything, if anything, I might go the Furious Five route and do like the He Man shit with the shoulder like the dim uh, Legion of Doom. The L O D joints. Oh, yeah, with, with the red yeah, joints, the black spikes. Okay. I okay. could see that happening for me at some point if I dropped like 15 pounds. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, but you I, gotta I go, Riz. You got you gotta go like white linen with a head wrap and then like carrying a shovel and then like the golden. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm 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 more I'm more the pro wrestler archetype than the uh than the cult leader. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not really me. You know what I'm saying? I got you. All right. Um, so there's wait, a can, line. Can you say juvenile yeah. hell. That's what I said. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, Mister. Yeah, and you meant yeah. just mood wise or like the or just look like they have the pickaxes and yeah that's true yeah, and about it's like, yo, like bloody valentine yeah and every song's about like shooting you in your fucking face like they're on some mm-hmm. wild onyx shit on that record young young, young um like do you get down with horror dogs. movies or no Nah, i don't like them it's funny man yeah, okay. i was just i was just randomly for some reason the uh the spider walk from the exorcist started bothering me yesterday just randomly <laughs> It just popped into my head oh, and I got like one. scared oh. all over again. Like that's, that's my problem with horror movies. Like, lets out of it ain't oh. even that, dude. It's just like to me, it's the whole psychological thing of like, cause I'm a parent, you know what I'm saying? Like it's that thing. Like, if I walk home and oh, my oh. child is suddenly that, like that's <laughs> oh, the scariest shit. shit you can imagine. That's you know some pet saying? cemetery shit. It's crazy. I ain't, ain't messing with pet cemetery either. Don't put them down in that ground. <laughs> Grounds bad. Yo, Pet Cemetery. Look, I'm a pet guy. So, like, if my cat goes, I'm be, you know, destroyed, but I don't think I'm going to the Indian burial ground because I don't want them to come back that way. So. Come back, bunny. Let's go back tomorrow. With the <laughs> and the cat was always was always um unkept. <laughs> Fur was matted. Yeah, nasty, like the nasty. Blood wasn't, wasn't gnarly cat. Like gnarly cat. Yeah. And, remember, uh, and remember in Pet Cemetery, the cat wasn't so aggressive. It would just kind of be around and hissing and making sounds, but it wasn't like swiping at you. It was just creepy and uh, you yell, um, jaundice eyes. No. All I remember about Pet Cemetery was what the old nasty auntie, her name was Zelda. Because I had, oh, I had, with the, um, I had men good, in, yeah. With the spine of bifida or the men in Whatever, whatever it was. She was creepy. Ooh, oh, she yeah. was scary. Uh, and before that, yeah. I only had positive connotations for the word Zelda in my head. But oh, after yeah. that, I kind of hated that name. 
I, I always get chills dead. when I think of Herman Munster getting his Achilles sliced by the baby. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yo, I hate Gage. First of all, let me tell y'all, when it comes to horror, don't come to me with the little demon child, possessed child, little doll. I don't like none of that shit. I don't <laughs> like, so Gage, he was, that's not fair, mom. He got the scalpel. Yo, get away from me, little kid. Because I couldn't understand the child's play. Why they wouldn't just fuck up Chucky? He's this little thing. They burn him. Oh, he got a adult voice. He's jumping at you, burnt. They cut his arm off. He's jumping at you. Yo, I can't stand spooky dolls and little possessed children. You don't Village like of the Dam. You don't fuck with dolls. No. Village of the Dam with them little girls with the white hair and the eyes. Nah, man, you got to get out of my school, yo. You yeah, see what they did, I ever tell you, did I ever tell you about the time I had to, like, kick a cat? It reminds me of Chucky. <laughs> You no, had man. to. You had to. You had, I had to. to, yo. I was, so I was walking my dogs, right? And there was this cat, like, kind of like lurking in the bushes. Ooh. And it came out and tried to attack the dogs. Just and, like the older just, dogs, right? Just out of sport. Yeah, just for sport. Just came out, like, wham. And I was like, oh shit. So I, like, kind of like picked up the dogs and, like, nudged the cat away with his foot. And, like, he just kept coming at me. So oh, he wanted smoke. You want to smoke. So, so I fucking ran up on it and I, I lifted him with my foot and I threw him down the driveway. And that motherfucker landed like Spider Man, like, skirt, and came back at me. Oh, no. Oh, you're shit. Shook. You're nah, shook. Man. I was so shook. I was like, I'm going to actually have to kill this cat. Yeah, you reminded me. Then, then its owner came out. It was like this woman in a house dress. She was like, Precious. Get inside! Yeah. And the cat just ran off. But I was like, I was straight up shook. It was trained too. Yo, you you reminded me of that them, time. Yo, you gotta make them adult judgment calls. I might have to fucking kill this cat right now. Yeah, for real. I thought I was gonna have to. I was yo, like, I had this time where these raccoons were trying to do this double pencil move on me and my dog, <laughs> and they were advancing. Like one double. raccoon was what? Move? Listen, yo, these raccoons. It was dead at night. I had my this back in the day. I had my dog. We went in the backyard. You could see their eyes, of course, as you see raccoons. Mm-hmm. One was had the um the high ground one was on the fence and like two feet behind the other one and they were moving forward in tandem with this like position so i get this hose it's like and i spray and i it's a power hose and i spray one and they just shake it off they just let the water go on them and then just keep moving silly human i said said, yo we gotta get out of here yo we gotta get out of here yo (laughs) that shit was like like that was like v Back in the day with the reptilian they just kept moving forward man i ain't nobody got no time for that it's legit terrifying Fuck all that yeah. shit. Yeah, why don't we take our break? Then we'll do we'll do rapid fire questions with Mike from our fans on a. Oh no, we got to talk some tennis swords. Then we'll do nah, nah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll do that after. We'll do this shit first, and then we'll do that because the last is gonna fucking slit his throat. We start talking about X Men, man. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll say t- tennis swords will be the epilogue. But that, that'll, we'll that'll be for the Patreon, Joe. We haven't made yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Patreon come back with the rapid fire, rapid fire, fire questions. Eagle on fucking tennis swords for the seven listeners. Tennis swords. Yo, man, no, you know, you know, telling you. Come on, you, you, the reason you don't know these things is because you shouldn't. Hey, yo, Q. Hey, yo, Q. Wrecking Crew. Raheem's Lament, the new project from me, myself, Zilla Rock, and Curly Castro. Prem Rock, Small Professor. Available exclusively on Bandcamp via wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We got all your favorite Wrecking Crew affiliates, homies on there. People you already know, I don't even list them off. Go grab that joint right now. And then you could also grab the official first ever piece of Wrecking Crew merch designed by Quandry himself. You can get the five panel hat or you can get the black snapback. Joints are shipping now. All right. Raheem's Lament, all types of wild shit on there. We got Arm and Hammer on there. We 
got Willie Green on there. We got Jason Griff on there. We got Quandry Messiah Music. We got New Career Crooks for me and Small Pro. Blue Edwards, the new group. Curly Castro and Small Pro. We got exclusive Prem Rock joints on there. Yo, it's crazy. Check it out right now. Raheem's Lament. Peace. All right, here we back. Call out culture. Y'all know what it is. We are about to get into this lightning round of questions with the unstoppable Open Mike Eagle. We um we told people to hit us up on our Twitter with questions, and we got a few. So Zilla, take it away. All Mike, right, answer at your own discretion. Yo, shout out to everybody that fucks with us on Twitter. Call out Colt Pod. And real quick, yo, I, we no no comments on iTunes. What the fuck, yo? We telling I man, I tell people just oh, type type a letter, put dope in all God, caps. Damn. Come on, y'all help us out. Come on, man. All right, do that for us. All right, here we go. Shasta Keyboard Colossus. This is from Mike Eagle. This is a good one. Whose clapback does Mike Eagle fear most? Peter Dinklage or Rob Liefeld? Liefeld. Yo, Liefeld is a Because I'm going to go, I'm going to get back with him, and it's going to start a thing. I don't know where it's going to end. You know what I'm saying? Like, Peter Dinklage at the the most would be a cease and desist. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Liefeld is going to say something. He comes in at the most inappropriate moments to swoop in when any of his characters even get remotely mentioned. Yeah, he's a maniac. He is. He's a maniac. He's a crazy person. A lot, a lot of pouches, dog. And the small. So few... many pouches. Wait, wait, Mike. Hold on. Where the fuck is the um? No, wait, Mike. Did you even me. peep Major X? Did you even like look at Major X? Do you remember? I don't that? Even know. No, I don't know what that is. So this is before Dawn of X popped. Lifefield got himself a run, and it's called Major X. Just look it up. That shit is. Guns, is it terrible? Is it stupid? It's ass. The guns are boxes. <laughs> ass, ass, ass. The guns are like big, like uh. Boxes, rectangular boxes with triggers. I'm not oh, even lying. Of course. Them big Everybody vacuum cleaner guns. Yo, it's retarded. I kept looking at it. I said, what is this? And then he wins. He has two guns on his back, like cave. It's ridiculous. It's called Major X. It's one of yeah. the worst assembled. Yeah. I'm trying. Tra- I'm, I'm going I'm going through my 90s. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill my back, my, my background quick so Mike can see it. I got, oh, shit. I got my 90s X-Men toys that I found and gave to my son, right? Peep this shit. Peep how small. Here's Wolverine in the 90s. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker's feet are nothing. You can't even stand up, Wolverine. Damn. This is a life field creation right here. That's so life my, field. My son's like, why is his feet so small? Life field. I'm like, I think, I think the old field. school blue and gold costume, though. Yeah, I mean, and even Cable. Cable's big as shit. His feet okay, are tiny. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, is he the dude that can't draw feet? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. And he gives you about 100 pounds of outboard gear on your upper body. And he drew Captain America with, with giant boobs. Yes. Giant sideways pose. Boobs. I'll never forget that. Here's yo, Storm. You Storm can't even stand up. These are the this, the smallest hands. Look at her hands. Her hands ain't shit. She what happens to a toad when it gets hit by lightning? What happens? Here you go. Ready? All right. This is from Pablo Firebrand Starving Kids to Own the Libs. Shouts to you, Pablo. He said, When you last played in Glasgow. I was waiting in the bar for my friend. He had the tickets, so I couldn't go in without him. He turned up two hours late, so we missed the show. Did this spoil the show for you? No. Okay. I had a great Thank time. You. Thank you. Next time, first, first of all, he needs new friends. <laughs> he needs new. Don't ever have that happen to you in your life where you've, you've paid for something and, and the people you know, the, their quality level won't let you attend the thing that you want to be at. 
that. Well, couldn't he put his ear to the to the performance door at least? To, to I don't. Yeah, actually, in, in Glasgow, I think the place. I think it was like upstairs, downstairs. Gotcha. So he probably couldn't get in if if if, if I'm remembering the spot correctly. Nice. So this is from our good friend Elmatic. Shout out to Elmatic. Elmatic. Uh, He's got, two, he's got two questions. I'll, I'll go with the easy one. For, I don't know what the fuck this is. Pick your Joe Star sidekick. Iggy, Koichi, or Narancia? I don't know what that is. Narancia, for sure. Sure. Okay. Like 100%. Of course. I hate I, Iggy, naturally. and Koichi gets on my nerves half the time. So Narancia, for sure. We Call out culture. We'll have to agree with you because this is out of our depth. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's all about. No, and the first question he said, though, was, uh, what are Mike's thoughts on creating with total irony the art rap tag, which ten years later is getting used without the irony. That was no, I didn't. It wasn't irony think, when I was using it. I didn't it think either. you were doing that. No, I were... no, like art rock is done without irony. I felt like we deserve that shit too. We deserve that mm-hmm. in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now I kind of don't use it as much now because, like, we're in an era now where, like, the mainstream dudes wear dresses and do artsy <laughs> videos. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's kind of not needed as much as I felt like it was back then. Griselda, um, well, Westside's trying to co-opt it. Start. He says that a lot. Really? Oh, all the time. He said, this is not music. This is art. This these is okay. these art. champion right. shorts that I put a logo on, it's art. I'm like, all right, bro. Okay. Well, you're just kicking with Virgil a little too much, probably, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yo, man. You're, you're, yo, your million streams check is three Virgils out of here. <laughs> three and a half Virgils. Virgils. You Mike don't even know what that is. All right, so here we go. Next one is from our good friend Scorsese. He said, since he mentioned... Ralphus on his last album? Yeah, man. Oh, yes. Who are his three favorite non-wrestling managers like Ralphus, Bill Alfonso, etc.? Uh Bobby Heenan. Nice. Um Damn, who is tight as Bobby Heenan? Um Jim Cornette. Oh, shout out um, to Jim Cornette, of course. And I'm just just for uh, affirmative action, I'm gonna say the Reverend Schlick. Just, Love just the rap. Shout just out. to get one shout in there, yeah. Black, yeah. Yes. Oh. All right, wrestling. I want a wrestling sidebar. I was looking up Chicago wrestlers, and I wanted to know: Did you have an affinity for One Man Gang? I love the One Man hmm. Gang. Um, I even loved it when he became Akeem, the African Dream, as a white oh. man. Because I, I was very stupid. <laughs> uh, yes, same person. Oh. Same person. I was very dumb, and I didn't realize how. First of all, now that I think about it, my father should have told me that that was not okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like my father should have been the first one. Like, no, this this is this isn't good. I already let you get the Coco Beware Halloween costume, oh. but here's where I'm gonna have to. JYD was that acceptable? Well, all right, so J- Junkyard Dog, yeah, it was great. Junkyard he, was cool. Uh, Coco Beware was cool, but you couldn't really like if you wore his costume, then you maybe had to wear a wig because he always true. had the colored hair, and then you had to get the fake bird. There was a lot that went with being Coco Beware for Halloween. One man gang was a white man. Yep. So uh, he was basically just talking jive. And then they made that into a character called (laughs) Akeem, the African dream. Sure. All right. He had serious jive hands, too, when he talked. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad news, man. Yeah, no, it wasn't a good character. Wow. Next question we have. This is is more of a statement, I guess, from our good friend Prem Rock. Prem Prem said, not a question, not a question, but tell him. Peter Dinklage's older brother, Johnny Dinklage, used to come to my bar all the time and often with Chris, the lead singer of the Spin Doctors. Whoa. Feels like a couple of Mike Eagle songs meeting for drinks. That's right at my address right there. That's right there. <laughs> That's the intersection right there. That's it. 
wow. Like, like you, know, you realize so, how much so, restraint I have, like having you on our show and being cool with you, with you liking the spin doctors. Like that shit really like. Man, whatever. They had three songs in nineteen ninety four. Like you don't care that much. What do you think about blues traveler? Uh, uh, I blues feel like traveler. I feel like blues traveler was. Okay, they didn't bother me as much as Hootie and the Blowfish did. Good call. Yeah, okay. okay. I agree. Like, I agree. so, so like, I, it, it run around comes on. I have fond memories of watching that video, but I'm not okay. gonna like put it on my '90s Spotify playlist or nothing. Nothing That's crazy. Like that. I, I just wanted because, like, when I when I started college, like they like it was them, Spin Doctors, and Fish were the three big jam bands. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were like all the I didn't same. I know era, Spin so Doctors was a jam band. I didn't oh yeah, they were a jam, jam band. band. Yeah, I only yeah. knew the singles. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Alaska, <laughs> you're like. Three years ahead of us in college, three or four years. Like Possibly. Years. I'm yeah. 15 years ahead of Zilla, but I don't know about Mike. Mike, when did you graduate college? Uh, I graduated in 04, but I should have graduated in 03. Okay. So and I, I, I graduated, graduated in 96. I graduated in 2000. I should have graduated in uh, <laughs> earlier than that. <laughs> I, was at, I was at school for quite a, time, quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I probably should have graduated a little earlier too, but. Oh, yeah. Right, here we go. All next right. Uh, go. My bit, my bit. Uh, next one is from. Uh, Wait, can, can I have one more thing? Yeah, my bit. Yes, I got into it with these guys yesterday about fucking they might be giants. What? I don't fucking they, they they like, Who was on what side? Like, I don't, I don't I'm on the side that they might ring. be giants. I oh, well, thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, I, look, yeah. look, I would have thought all of y'all were both on the other side of the freeway and it was just me alone. No, no, no. I'm with you. No, he's. With, I like Stained and Lincoln Park and groups like that. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm not in this. You know me. I, yeah. I went for the well, every, every four episodes. Castro brings up Stained, but it'll be the context that has nothing to do with that genre. <laughs> we'll be like, "Yo, man, who's your favorite West Coast rapper?" Wow, well, I, I guess we be all, but Stained. I, I, I <laughs> love the first Stained. You know, I like. I like a Ben Sevenfold after like Woodstock Thirty or whatever it was. The one with Papa Roach. Dust is my shit, man. Papa Roach. Some forty one, all of them. They Bro, me, yo, boy. you had an ill millennium, dog. You were like turn of the century, fucking with. They you just like Castro. You just like anybody that had a video. That's what it was. <laughs> no, if they had a video, you was with it. Uh, all right, if I, if I thought that the melding was was up to like System of a Down, and I, was report, <laughs> I was I was in the Portis head. Like if you were mixing some hip hop, they're doing each other. That's what I like. Star fucking run. He's got the first three Avril Lavigne discs. Uh, I was in the chocolate starfish. I took me a while to get off her. Of, I don't even know what that is. Yo, man, that's yo. the that's the that's the um second album of uh Limp Biscuit. Oh, third album, Hot Dog Water. That's like your third. Third album. That's your third. Yo, yeah. this is not a question. But Mike, do you fuck with Jimmy Eat World? That's my shit. I really don't know them. But that's like that's like that kind of post punk like early yeah that, yeah, yeah I never I, I, I kind of fell off of that like after fuck after like Green Day actually it was after Offspring got real whack I jumped off that whole train. I respect that. All right. I, oh, I, I like what's some Harvey Danger though, man. I really like I do like Flagpole said it's an amazing song. That's an amazing yeah. song. You fuck I like REM, Jeremy. Jeremy? REM's amazing and Jeremy's by Pearl Jam. Castro, what are you talking about? I don't know, though. I'm not it's not my thing. I asked Zilla. He gives me like my, 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 my you fuck with Weedus, teenage dirtbag. Mm, I, I got I got mixed feelings about Weedus. I'm just a teenager. I don't I don't I don't love that song, but wow. you, you strike All me right. as a Ween guy, Mike. I'm a huge Ween. Yeah, guy. you're a Ween guy. Ween, Primus, oh, they yes. might be Giants, XTC, Breeders, Pixies, Frank Black, like mm. that's my shit. That's so my I was on a, I was I was in a summer camp and on the bus trip to where <laughs> we was going, I listened to um Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, Guns and Roses. Yes. 
Because I'll play it and then I, I didn't listen yo, to any other song. Was I would flip the most, tape. Yo, Castro is the indie rapper with the most mainstream fucking rock. <laughs> you love. really do. You like the, like, the grimiest, indiest hip hop. Castro's like, like the yo, most. Yo, Mike, Mike Ladd and fucking. Guns and Roses, like diamonds. <laughs> it was just that one song. It was, and then uh, it was um, when Aerosmith got with uh, with Applegate or whatever the girl, Alicia Silverstone. I liked all of those songs. Crazy. It's videos. It's videos. So you it's like like videos. Songs. <laughs> you like Diane Warren ballads. That's pretty much what the Armageddon joint. He likes songs that's in movies. That's it. That's it. Any movie that Bruce Willis is going to save the planet for his daughter, Castro's into that. Actually, here's the funniest part. Also, I want to add, I did get a lot of my whatever rock knowledge from Superstar NBA videos. So whatever song they would play. That was Pearl Jam. They would play Pearl Jam, Dory, Sean Kemp. Right. Yep. And then what I'm saying is, Charles you Barkley also stuff. unknowingly, because I'm the only person that probably watches NHL on this pod, you unknowingly have like an NHL live arena <laughs> fucking rock case. Fuck with guns. They play Guns N' Roses and Bush back to back. So they are playing that shit. Bush. You're bumping glycerine heavy. Yo, Machine Head. Swallow. Machine Head. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got a twist. Overtime, I like um, I like two war songs. I like um, one Guar song. I don't know a lot, a lot about Guar. I like one Guar song. What was it? Three Little Piggies, whatever. No, that's uh, Green Jelly. That's Green, green Jelly. jelly. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we so what? Are, what about Philly's Philly's legendary Dead Milkman? Oh, I love them. Yo, you like Punk yeah, Rock Girls? Like one of the best songs ever. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. Bitch and Camaro. Yeah, man. These are a few of my favorite smells. I I love I oh, love yeah. those dudes. You got any more? All right, a couple more. These aren't as fucking cool as Stained. But nonetheless, we got a hip at hip hop dad, which is almost all of us here. Um, here we go. Um, best concert you've been to, hip hop and non hip hop. Uh, best rap show. Okay, I, I'm gonna tell you the recent best rap show I went to. I randomly ended up at this um, this Black Moon. It was Black Moon, Red and Meth, and wow. the Nokia um, Theater. He, no, because it was in New York. Um, this on um, this past year or last year? Last year, I want to say it was last year. Yeah, um, it was at one of them spots in, in like Times Square. Never seen Black Moon live. Never Yo, seen live. Black, and the reason I said them first, there was a bunch of people. Like Roy Ayers was on his bill. It was this crazy like oh. industry mm. show. Like um, that ended up getting hooked up with passes to um, Buckshot. Like couldn't contain himself. Mm, like, I've never every seen him song, and this is like this is not a crowd full of like hip hop heads. Right, he was killing him, and then like between every song, he would like jump off stage and be in the crowd freestyling, like at people, like having freestyle conversations with people. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then like jump back on and be into the, like it was amazing, That's absolutely Ill. amazing. Uh, I think the and other than uh, hip hop, um, I was at an Arcade Fire show once. And that was the greatest thing I ever saw in my life. That was like what? I'm talking about hair raising show. No, uh, just have you have you ever incredible. been to any um any Kanye any of the Kanye pieces? The I've big never big pieces? seen a live Kanye uh, show, bro. That shit. Oh, Z, which one? You at the mountain or the floating platform? I saw, I saw him Yeezy the the mountain joint okay. when he wore somebody the fucking I, diamond mask for like an hour out of two hour. Yeah, that shit was hard. I knew somebody that went to the plat the, the when he's doing that floating platform above them. They said that was that was incredible. The light the lights alone were just. Yeah, I heard like the glow in the dark shit. tour is like absolutely unbelievable. But yeah, I went I to the glow in the dark tour. You went to that shit. Yeah, it was dope. So, it right. was just kind of. Uh, Mike, let me ask you that. It's on as far as performance because I've seen you do um, the driving performance now, mm -hmm. which I know is, uh, and so 
uh, two questions. The driving performance, it's not akin, I know it's the difference in terms of crowd, but the space between you and say the audience, is that not like a festival show? It's trash. It's trash. Oh, just know. Okay. Just know it. It's garbage. It's it's like okay. it's like let's let's say it's a spectrum, right? And on this side is uh performing on a Zoom in your living room, right? And mm. this side is like an actual show with people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like the drive in is like just a little bit better than being on the Zoom in your living room, just in terms right. of getting feedback from people because they are so far away, not only just so far away from you, but they're, at least as things are currently constituted, very far away from each other. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no vibe out there. You know what I'm saying? And, like, if you mm-hmm. ask them to make noise, they try, but, like, there's no, like, you don't get a strong sense of the kind of energy feedback we're used to as performers at all. It's like you might as well be in your living room except that like you know in your mind that there's a camera on you and you're on the big drive-in screen so uh, they can see you and shit. feel you but you cannot feel them. So so are they in their cars or yes. are they like outside? Oh wow. So they're in their like cars and in, you know some of the ones who have some experience with it like they might do it kind of tailgate style where they pull in backwards and they're on the car. Oh, that's or, fresh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but I'm saying it's just like there's still a ton of distance between you and them. And even more importantly, a ton of distance between them and each other. Like they don't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to the drive-ins a lot this summer. It's a big open It's new navigation. I I haven't been to a drive-in since the 80s. So I can imagine like, you know, I went to a drive-in to see um, Red Dawn with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I was like eight. And right after Red Dawn, (laughs) um, Eddie Murphy Delirious came on. always double features. always double features. Eddie Murphy Delirious came on and we stayed and they let me watch it. Swinging nice. his dick. And that I remember so that was that was my first adult um acquiesce. They were like, okay, we can let him watch this. Um That's but yeah, fire. definitely different experience. So I was gonna ask you, Mike, did you I was looking at like a Jay-Z performance, you know, um when he's doing him and Meth Bleak and they have the video screen. How 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 high do you wanna take your performance? Do you wanna Way get Way higher. Like, Wait, I wanna spend money on that. I just ain't got no money. But okay. like that's that's like I want to make I want you know we all seek to make our performance and experience like an extension of ourselves and try to make yes. the stage into like something that represents who we are. Um, I just have not quite dialed in how to do that, but I want to okay. ultimately. Like my ambition lies with making my shit as immersive as as Lion King as, and as, shit. As, yeah, as Ooh. Kanye's floating ass days. I want to do something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Watch, that shit costs that more money shit. than I have. Watch that so I think you take abstract with, with yeah. that chick. What's that chick, Alaska? That designed that shit? Oh, um As Devlin. As Devlin. We were telling you're telling Tajay about that shit. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah, Netflix show that's about like construction and architecture and building. Yeah, it's called Abstract. It's Italy. about different designers in this one. Yeah, about, uh, stage she talked with. Yeah, she did like Watch the Throne shit and all the Kanye shit. So on this on this stage tip, Mike, I I um paid my good earned money and I watched a recent live stream show. Okay, um, that was very emotional. Yes, and I, I I um I wanted to ask you about that in the sense that so. Woods is a good friend of ours, and he has a song on his last solo record called Red Dust that closes out Hiding Places, and it's a very type song. It's the best way I can describe it. It's like, ugh. And he said, you know, uh, he told me he'll never perform it because it's just too um, visceral or whatever. So the way you did, um, the way you you displayed anime trauma and um, divorce for your first live exhibition of it, are you, you're never going to do it that way again, are you? 
That way, well, look, there's the undercurrent of the answer to this question is who knows if I'll even ever have the opportunity to again. We don't, let's not be saying, but I'm just saying like, but, but that's in, that informs because by the time things get anywhere near back to normal, I don't even know if I'm still going to be on this. You know what I'm saying? I might be on something else. Like, so in that sense, not in, 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 in a sense of it being an apocalypse, but in the sense of like Mm -hmm. the time, um, because mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, I mean, I feel like if this, if times were normal, if we were in the world that we're used to, I would be trying to do this album live some way. Right. I don't know if I'd be doing every song. Yeah, that's all but, I was asking. Are there songs that you won't perform live anymore? Well, I'm, I think that I think that maybe before I did that, I would have said that, but I basically did every song. You did, and since you did. I did it, there's no reason I wouldn't do it again. I don't think. Well, I don't know if well, I'm asking you. Would you do that? Um, uh, you were given context. Oh no, I wouldn't songs. do that again. Okay. I'll never do that. I was, again. That was something I wanted to ask. Speaking, that was, that was Speaking yeah. of songs, a couple more uh, from Nug Champa. Shouts to Nug. He said, "Did Open My Eagle really freestyle his whole verse on Overland from yes. Kavanaugh?" Hundred mm, percent. Take 100%. that, Nug. Y'all like, it's like to it the is. point to the point where I hate hearing it now because I'm like, oh right, that's right. I didn't think about that. I just said shit. <laughs> so demanding, underhanded, underpinnings, got a hundred winnings and many losses. I be flossing my teeth. I got no beat. I am a Christmas wreath. I miss the days, I miss the days, and I miss the minutes, and I miss my spinach, and I put these kisses in it, not chocolate, watch my rocket ship, I am apocalypse, inside nerd, no one's after him, Shatterstar, back to Zanzibar, rapping in your daddy's car, go real far, plus electric, bus pathetic, never release it, how we do it, call us Jesus, come back on the day after Friday, do it while I make my molecules vibrate, and I dilate my own pupils, not used to you, Move like Metamucil do, uh, that's a poop joke for you folks. Uh, all right, another one from our homie, uh, Joseph. And uh, where's he in Czech- Czechoslovakia? Joseph, Joseph is in, I believe, he's in Czechoslovakia. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm half Czechs, so that's my man. Yeah, he said, so. What's the story behind Frozen Sunlight? How did it happen? And who contacted whom? Mark that's Speck put that together. Mark, Mark, that's Speck Mark. yeah, Mark Speck had the beat from Green, I think. Yes, and he put uh, me and Woods on it, and that was really my first contact with. All of them, like that, nice. was a, that was a big deal for me. Damn, nice. That's yeah. a hell of a song, yo. Um, yeah, like that was that. Oh man, I, I'm really happy that I got that when I got it because I just kind of like opened up my writing to a different kind of perspective then too. Okay. I kind of met that at the same time. Like, yeah, that 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 song was big. Guy Large Professor said, don't say the year, but it's 2012 now and don't nobody care. I don't even care like I used to. You gotta look apathetic like Zoe D and Eliza Dushku. How they look for real, I'm not even knowing. In my head, they both look like girls named Chloe. They probably go to parties where the coke stays flowing. In Southern California, that's the only time it's snowy. They say rappers are reporters for the hood. Well, I just did the weather. I'm about to send it back over to Mark. I heard there was a shooting in the park. And a bunch of teen mothers prostituting in the dark. They do it in the day off a Slauson Figueroa. In a six-inch skirt and a pink feather boa. I can't believe they really made a drug called Soma. I'm 40 G's in debt for a bachelor's diploma. I'm drunk on the air like Kathy Lee and Holder. 
take a couple shots a day just to fill my quota. Santino Morello striking you with the Cobra. Except it's much, much softer when I'm sober. Lord, I am tired. That beat is so amazing. Green, Willie Green, boy. That's the song. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. On the show. Shout out to Yeah, definitely. And salute to Willie Green. He had his first son. Shout out to Clyde Womack. Clyde Womack, the illest name. That's an illest name. The son is a giant. He sound like he sound like a he sound like a first baseman for the Padres or something, man. Clyde Womack. That's a hell of a name. He's gonna be a backup point guard for the Celtics. Um, right, giant baby, healthy, everything great. Uh, yo, shouts to Green Man. We love Green Man. God bless him. Um, all right, last one. Uh, this is this is cool, and we're long overdue to have an episode dedicated to this man anyway. Uh, uh, Hip Hop Dad, once again, he says, if you were introducing someone, introducing someone to Aesop Rock, which album would you start with? Mm. Um, I'd probably go. I think I go Labor Days. I think I go Labor Days. I, I think I feel like just the way that one starts, um, you just have a good sense of who he is as an MC. Mm. Um, when you come out of that, um, but if, if it's somebody who I knew was really into the way modern production sounds, and I would send him to Skeleton first. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna ask you production wise if you were sending somebody. You already yeah. know what I'm sending people to, Z. There we go. Bazooka you already know. Bazooka Tooth. Oh, this train's right. always on time every Bazooka fucking week. Bazooka <laughs> Tooth. And Y Electric. And Y Electric. No jumper tables, Zilla. Listen, I, I got a frame fucking picture autographed to my wall. You're, you're not dedicated like I am. Got it. But you're I not dedicated. My favorite joint. I just happened to get that from. It I is the fa- it is back in the day. Zeke, look, man, our friendship is always tested between Clockers and Bazooka Two. That's correct. So that's just it. Yo, man, I'm, I go Skeleton and Labor Days way before Bazooka Two, and, and no, none shall pass. But you know what's really the you know what's really the banging. What? You already know what's really. Oh, here we go. Fast car. Fast car. It, it really is. It really Fire. is. Well, see, Alaska. Alaska goes with Daylight EP. He goes with Daylight. Fair. Yeah, nickel plated pockets. Great. Yeah, Great that, and nightlight is fucking hard. That shit is hard. All right, we got no more questions from from the Twitter, Roddy. If, if you did ask a question, I just didn't feel like because a lot of these questions were way too fucking dark and hard. I was like, Mike, Mike got enough. I don't want to ask these fucking people about Mike's subconscious and all this bullshit. Yeah, but shout I can't to everybody. Shit, no Fuck that, man. But shout out to you guys for for tweeting at us on the Cold Cold Pod on Twitter and uh, whatever. So there you go. That was rapid fire with Mike. And boom, just like that, we're going to stop this show. If you want to hear another 10, 15 minutes of us talking with Mike Eagle about X-Men, I mean, mostly X-Men, that's, that's what we love talking with Mike about, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. We just started it, patreon.com slash podcast. You can be the Tom Berenger type of supporter cat, $5 a month. You can level up, be Treat Williams, substitute two type of supporter, $10 a month. Or you can go all out. Jim Belushi, Lou Gossett from The Principal. That's 20 beans a month. And all levels of support give you extended episodes we're going to be doing where we're going to have more stuff with guests and each other that are only going to be on Patreon. You're going to find out about crazy deals on all record crew pieces, merch CDs, baby shoes, whatever we want. You'll find out about it first. you probably get special deals only for you. And you'll get drops early for any co-op culture merch we put together as well. So again, Patreon is where you're going to hear the rest of this joint. If you're streaming this joint now on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, that's awesome. 
make sure you please leave some reviews. We like that. Not just people taking shots at Castro on Twitter. I'm tired of that. He dealt with you on the Ether beat a couple weeks ago. But anyway, um, all jokes aside, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. We want to get it more exclusive for you that are really, really digging it and want to, uh, you know, show your favorite three somewhat controversial indie cats you really dig with. Dig us, not dig with us. Whatever, man. Yo, that's it. Zilla Rock. Peace. <laughs>